think that just because a guy reads comics, he can't start some shit? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, even movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P. Features. Hello, Internet. And then there's Baby Huey. What's going on? <laughs> Wait, what is going on? I'm really confused right now. What's let, going here, on, let us help Mr. You Bauer? Beep <laughs> you! Beep you! What's going now on? How dare you put that six foot two child in front of me? Six three. What's going on? Beep you! Beep you, baby Huey. What's up? I keep singing over top of this while you guys fight over there. there that's the only thing that's nice about this remote recording is that I, you just let you two argue and features, and I can just sing. <laughs> it's but great. one of us ends that up is dead. Very true. Hey, do you really want baby Huey to die? Well, turn the camera off. Otherwise, you have witnesses. <laughs> wow! I will. I will I'm not just, be an accessory, sir. I'm just saying. <laughs> features doesn't look at the camera. Maybe you. Anyway, you should. So he won't see it. If he, if yeah, he goes, I can always if say he, features can't see it, and you really <laughs> don't pay attention much. So, oh, I'm I'm looking right at you, baby Huey. If that screen goes dark, run. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Welcome wait, hold to the on. not. Oh, I'm holding. I'm holding. This issue is not a new issue. I just want to set that straight. This That's is a continuation of last Wait. Wednesday's issue. You literally just stopped me from saying the same thing. <laughs> you interrupted oh. me to say the same thing. You pulled a me. <laughs> well, I was you worried did. you were going to call did. this a new issue. Mauer pulled a Huey. That's the name of this one. Not quite 500, Mauer pulled a Huey. <laughs> 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 Other than if the screen goes dark, Mauer stabbed a Huey, which is an entirely different show. <laughs> and this, yeah, this isn't is because a, of uh, any kind of mistake. This is a, a planned out decision that Features made. So if you don't like me. it, blame him. Well, that's a great decision. Then, so we can actually have an issue 500. It's a great decision. It's a great decision. We'll explain why all, when we get to issue 500. <laughs> but for right now, it's a new show. So welcome to the Wednesday show where we talk about the what? The new news. Yes, and before we actually Part get started, two. I have to wish a very happy birthday to, to Mrs. Features. Happy birthday, Miss Features. Happy birthday, Mrs. Features. I thought you were Mrs. Singing. Features, blink twice if you need us to rescue you. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> Yo, you should never She's answer fine. for somebody. It never makes it seem like they're fine. <laughs> that is Don't true. worry. We'll be there to save you soon. Happy birthday. Like, is that a code? Uh, Mauer, do me a favor. Just underneath him saying he's uh, she's fine, just put in mumbles. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she's fine. <laughs> All right, we got plenty of things to talk about. Uh, like, for example, Kevin Smith commented on what Ray Fisher had to say about Joss Whedon. Ooh, and Stargirl's not returning for season two on the DCU. 
And Henry Cavill finally answers about fans' questions when he's asked about the appearance of Superman and him being in that new movie. So. All those weird, weird rumors that were flying around about him. But before we get into any of that, we're going to start with comics like we always do. And uh, to kick us off, we're going to start with Green Lantern talking about who he, uh, who he's jealous of. So features, who, who makes the Emerald Knight a little jealous? Well, I know you probably won't like this, Minty, but and I'm, it, it shouldn't be a surprise, but it's Batman. No uh, shit. Batman. <laughs> yeah. Green Listen, Lantern is jealous of Batman. That's because Batman's like that's smart, self-made, no superpowers. He didn't just get a ring and be, ooh, I'm a superhero now. Yeah, that's pretty much why. It, he, 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 uh, so he, he's in this fight, and he uh, crash lands in a desert, and he only has enough power in his ring to send out three messages. So he sends one to the Justice League, one to Carol Ferris. I can't mm-hmm. remember her name. No, no, yep, they're right. And then he sends one to Batman. And the message he sends to Batman is him detailing why he is envious of Batman. Because Hal feels himself lucky to have been chosen by the power ring. Whereas Batman has trained physically and mentally and honed himself and gotten by on his wits and skills and has been like the epitome of the hero, I guess, how, I don't want to say wishes he would be. Well, no, he, he literally says, I wish I were as smart as you. Oh, well, there yeah. you have it. All right. <laughs> I, I got two thoughts on this. I, I One. you do. <laughs> I, got, I got two thoughts on this. One, uh, first off, it's a little disrespectful to have this in the Green Lantern eight, uh, 800th issue, or the 80th anniversary, oh, no, excuse me. I know, it's it canon. is, but it's in the 80th anniversary, and yet it's... <laughs> It's like the celebration of Green Lantern, and he's talking about how he wishes he was Batman. That's kind of messed up. Two, I do, (laughs) it it makes sense because this is a normal thing for Green Lantern believing that he doesn't deserve it. It's it's not the first time we've seen this. Even in uh, when they redid Tower of Babel, the animated version for Doom, that's how they beat him. The imposter syndrome for him is always there. Um, You can kind of quote the MCU. He really thinks without the ring, he is nothing. But the ring wouldn't have chosen him if he was nothing. Uh, but does Which he? Which is re- funny because he knows that at this point, since this is the 80th anniversary, so he's aware but of I, how the ring works, and yet he still thinks he was lucky. <laughs> but I wonder if he's seen some of the other people the rings picked and been like, uh, "They did have Guy Gardner." Sure. <laughs> oh, that's wow for you to say that. Oh my! Listen, he, I, I just got like a warm, fuzzy feeling. That was <laughs> that was. He weird. was wow. cool because of the ring, as I feel most of the Green Lanterns are. But still, we've seen like the the ring will go, you know, to to other galaxies and universes to uh, to find somebody new. I know right, explain. He, he was near where it crash landed, but still, we know how the ring works. Now, if you go back to the, you know, the, the original Abensor story where he gives them the ring, you know what I mean? Right. Where it's not like the ring seeking it out, but that's been retconned a million times over. So that ring, that ring's hunting yeah, people Yeah, but go to the now. guy with the hood and the guns. Like, what did he have that the ring sought out? <laughs> Look, yeah. it, it picked Kyle. Kyle was the most unsure of all of them. So, I mean, it sees something. But wait, guys, guys, this, that's not even like the biggest part of the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by the end of Planet it. Planet of the Apes. By the end of it, 
he realized the desert that he crashed in was not far from Las Vegas. And so now he so, has these messages out there that he can't take back. Needless to say, he won't live those down. It's the 80th, 80th anniversary, and yet we're just making him look like an idiot. <laughs> Come on. Minty, Minty, there's a literal meme out there that says, you can be whoever you want to be, but if you could be Batman, be Batman. I know. I mean, even Clark Kent said he wanted to be Batman. It's like, all right, we get it. Everybody wants to be Batman. All right, cool. Yes. But this is I, truly part of Green Lantern's heritage of him doubting mm-hmm. himself. So it kind of makes sense for this to be his his uh, kind of 80th anniversary. Now, the best part of it is, is all the Justice League makes fun of him. Even Batman kind of cracks a smile at the end of the issue. <laughs> Still. I mean, yes, it is part of like his inherent weakness, but still, we're celebrating him. Is this, is I mean, that, the, that would be like that'd be like you, huh, if if in Batman's they just went back to him with his spine broken. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're just like you're a little hurt right now, aren't you? I'm just saying that little little respect would be nice. <laughs> Dude, like stop hurt. supernovas! I'm, sorry, I'm just sorry. saying. Tell me the All last right, time well, Batman stopped a supernova. I'm Anybody sure he's done it at when one he point. told Green Lantern to do it. okay touche all right features what else is up okay so we also get our first look at the king of robins and uh dc's dark knight death metal so it it comes from a variant issue for number three um and you get to see uh this really dark sinister version of robin who has kind of like this crown of thorns which almost resembles like a bird's nest he has talons on his hands and you know the general robin uniform with kind of like a fur-lined hoodie if that's what that is it looks like that game of thrones guy he does look game of thronesy he does meets robin and then he's got like the ministry jesus crown of thorns on (laughs) yes uh, so Scott Snyder went on to say about uh, King of Robins that uh, he he is evil in the same way that the uh, Batman who laughs is, but what's different and what he says probably would make him more scarier is that he was always like that. Now, he, he wasn't turned. He was be- always evil. Before we get another um, pigeon comment on us, it's the Robin King, not the King of Robins. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here, let's, let, let's also I mean, back... what's the difference? Let, let's back this up a second. So for anybody who's unaware of Dark Knight's Metal, we're not, we don't have to go into the Batman Who Laughs again, but there were the Feral Robins, and the Feral Robins is who uh, the, uh, the Batman Who Laughed, he would go around to all the, through the multiverse, and he would cherry-pick different versions of Robins. Like, a bunch of them were uh, Jim Gordon's kids from all around the multiverse, and he just, like, essentially kidnapped them, and just think of the same way that Batman created the Robins. Just imagine if the Joker did that, like, from their orphanage. Like, kind of like the, the animated they were movie. Orphans, Right. Like they they didn't need to be broken. They were just disturbed from the beginning. So this one has uh his according to Scott Snyder has just dreamed of ways of killing the heroes in his version or his world in the in the multiverse. That's all he's been dreaming about doing. So after the um the uh, Batman who last was killed in a pretty <laughs> pretty messed up way uh by the uh, the lasso of truth chainsaw. You confused? What? I I feel the like what? you're confused. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you so Dark Dark Knight's Metal Death Metal number one had the uh the Batman Who Laughs go in a pretty horrific way. That's why we're getting this new Robin King. So spoil I don't want to spoil that too much because it's still really new, but the bat it's it's pretty it's pretty messed up. So All right. it's worth reading this. This is issue three. Uh but yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes because if this is anything like the Batman Who Laughs, that's I would argue one of the best characters that we've seen in the last maybe I'd put him up on the top 10 list in the last 10 years. Okay. I can see that. Wouldn't you? Batman Who Laughs? I'd put him on the top 10. I'd, I'd put him on top 10. I don't know yet. We need, I would need to see like two more storylines with him. He's got one really good storyline. Well, he had his own but, arc. He, so not only did he have Dark Knight's Metal, but then he had the, uh, the Batman Who's Last run. And then he was even in the Batman Superman run. And he was in the Justice League run, all of which he played a pretty pivotal, uh, pivotal role. Like, he's shaken up the entire DC universe. So just the, like, he is already a historical character. Already. Already, you, you can't look that's at the DC universe That's because he's their new ex machina. <laughs> he, kind of. Like, he just, well... He's he's like Spider Man to to Marvel or you know, whoever yeah. the the flavor of the week character is for them. It's just he got so popular. They're like, all right, put him in everything. <laughs> you know, we were gonna have this guy be over here. Nope, make him that. He's gonna turn out to be the designer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be hysterical. It's, it's not just Although, a corpse. Can it's we all the- just take a second and just just mourn the fact that the designer who seemed like he was gonna be this really cool villain. Just turned out terrible. <laughs> we we yep. mourned him last week. We're moving on. I know, but I'm st- I'm still sad about it. I don't really now want to move on to this next bit of news. Let's mourn the end of Young Justice. This is so dumb. It's so dumb. Okay, <laughs> it, it is. It's so dumb. So Young Justice. <laughs> Young Justice, Young Justice. is. I mean, dumb. it's been going on for a little bit now, and the team's getting pretty wild. There's a whole lot of different variations, a and lot of new dumb. characters. But the really big story here is the fact that they're no longer going to be dumb. called the Young Justice. They are now the Young Justice dumb. League. And it's dumb. Because we just need to add another word to that for some reason. Like, uh, dumb. I mean, it's, you know what it probably is? It's probably because dumb. of the rumors that the, uh, the Young that Avengers movie's coming. It's probably because they were like, all right, well, if they're going to think of Young Avengers, let's make them think Young Justice League. It's like they didn't it's have dumb. Young Justice already. It's stupid. Because it's it dumb. It really is dumb. It's one of the Wonder Twins, too. Is like, Superman owes me a favor, so, like, you know, we're going to use it's their dumb. name. It really is dumb. It's dumb. dumb. Let's go on to some fun news, though. Let's talk about some real fun news. Let's talk about uh, Xenomorphs, dumb. and let's talk about the Predators. This isn't all dumb. Right, you can't I tell can me get this into is this. Dumb. This is amazing. Uh, sorry, I'm I thought so we were still talking this. about the Wonder Twins. Dumb. Um, no, the fact that we're getting more alien and predator stories on Marvel is freaking amazing. So we put a mini article on Welcome to Fireside this week when this happened. Uh, Marvel has acquired the rights to publish more stories for both of those franchises uh, from Dark Horse well, from who owns them, so Dark Horse Comics isn't going to be doing it. And they've been doing it since 88. Now, most recently, the Alien and Predator crossover with Dark Horse and DC has made toys that are flying off the shelves. So their popularity right now is through the roof. Marvel swoops in, buys it, and uh, I guess the I Alien really... Queen is now a, uh, a Disney princess. Did they really <laughs> buy it? I don't think they bought it because when they had, they got Fox. Once they got Fox, they got the Alien franchise. They got the Predator franchise with Fox. 
So, that, I mean, at the end of the day, this is like Star Wars again, where they, they had it. I just think they were waiting probably for the Dark Horse contract to run out before they were like, okay, Marvel, you ready to make some new stories? But just think about what this opens up. Because, like, first off, we got that one really cool picture of the Predator holding the, um, the helmet of Tony Stark that had the spinal cord hanging out. Right? right. So we already know that they're teasing the Marvel aspect of things. I don't think they'll do it right away, but if they do crossovers, could you imagine a book that had Xenomorphs and the Brood from X-Men? Well, I have you a feeling I mean? they're going to treat them kind of like everybody else treats Star Trek. They're going to have crossovers that are non-canon so that they can do whatever the hell they want, kind of like Marvel Zombies. I don't think sure. they're going to bring them full canon. But I think we're going to see some really cool things. And I think this is the next evolution. You know, zombies are at the end of their Marvel career. Even though we're seeing a new Marvel Zombies book coming out, we're kind of hitting the bottom of the barrel for ideas there. Throwing What's a really cool way to make the Predator cooler? Put them in the Savage Land. Ooh. I mean, there's just so many cool aspects that you could do with these characters. There's so many cool places to put them. Just the Guardians of the Galaxy versus the Xenomorphs? That's mind-blowing right there. I've well, imagine going a up to show off to a... Go ahead. A Xenomorph invasion on Earth. We've never uh, seen an Earth invasion of them. A Venom alien. Oh, my goodness. A Venom predator. A Ghost Rider Ooh. predator. Oh, my God. The applications <laughs> of this. <laughs> There's so many cool things you could do with this. I mean, um, and it's so fu- it's funny because they like legitimately ripped off the Alien franchise with the Brood for X Men, which were just their version, right? So right, the right. fact we already have this, like they already have stories that can easily just fit them into. It's this is I'm very excited. This is probably the most exciting news for me. And I don't care what people say about the newest movie was dumb at the end, but there were some really cool parts of it. There's always been some cool Predator parts to the new movies they're just not executed oh, well oh predator 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 i thought you were oh, talking that, about that, the that. the last alien movie i was about to say the, the end was the only good part <laughs> um <laughs> but there are pieces that they've been pulling from the legacy of predator recently that really could be unlocked like the fact of them pulling the spines you know to study involve and make themselves because aliens involve instantly predators have to do something to keep up with that um them sending people out the aztec temples to it like there's all kinds of really cool things that predator has done especially in predator versus aliens that was like nine tenths of the way to amazing and i also think you get a studio that goes meh i might piss off some people with this but i also think that as far as comic writers and movie writers go there is a there's more of a respect for the legacy of things with comic writers than you find with movie writers because movie writers like to change things up and be known for the person to make the new right they make the new thing or it's a focus group what's up or it's a focus group going eh don't do that we found that people don't like this that's true and you know i i'm i'm probably i'm probably stepping on toes right here too because comic writers have also recently been known for not respecting the legacy of some characters so maybe this is maybe this is a a good thing We'll Legacy. see how it's treated. Diversity. Legacy. I'm just saying that I, I feel like to, to start it in the world of Marvel Comics, you might see a, a more traditional take on both the Alien franchise and the Predator franchise than if you just try to make another movie. Like, right. for example, the last Predator movie, which tried to do something new that was just kind of dumb. Right. And, but from that movie, like, this is how hot they are. 
they made a action figure off of a completely deleted storyline and scene from that last movie that is now so anticipated it's pre-selling for 15 times the original cost. Like wow. there's fans out there going like they just want more from this franchise. So it, it's becoming a franchise that doesn't matter what they do. Fans still want more of it. So uh, and then I, I almost want to do an entire issue dedicated to just the, the possibility of what the crossovers could now look like. Um, but <laughs> since this is Moving my on. most excited news, probably I want to move into probably baby Huey's most excited news on the list. Wolverine? And I, well, baby Huey Wolverine, <laughs> <laughs> baby Huey, what's going on with power Rangers right now? Because I, I read this article and I just, after I was done reading it, I was still very confused. Uh, yeah. So we, just had the Power Rangers hit their 50th issue uh, milestone and started with issue 51. We're going to do a whole new arc and they're calling it Aftermath. Uh, the I- issue 50 ended with, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Lord Draken coming back. Now, he mm. died at the end of Shattered Grid. Yeah, so it's been almost a year, year and a half that he's been gone. Uh, he, he faded into oblivion. He created his own world and they erased that. So this is the first time he's been back since the end of... Um, of a shattered grid. And, um, we really don't know what's going to happen. Like he just appears in front of the command center. Uh, so no idea if he, if he remembers the events that he did to, to shatter the grid, uh, or if he's like mind wiped or whatever. Now, who the hell are these Omega Rangers they're talking about? So you remember back when parents was filming and Austin St. John and, uh, Walter Jones and all them, said, uh, we want more money from Saban. Yes. And Saban said, you're fired. Yes. And then they did three episodes with them in it, but they really weren't in it. Correct. So they had them go off to a Peace Corps. So it turns out when they went to the Peace Corps, they became Omega Rangers uh, and were fighting out in space. So okay. the last like, arc that they did was about them uh, becoming the Omega Rangers. And then the last couple issues was them actually running into the Mighty Morphin Rangers and finding out who they were. I have a question. In the comics, does the Black Ranger have all his fingers? <laughs> yes. Little known fact, uh, Walter Jones is missing a finger on his left hand. I did not know that. You did <laughs> know that? Well, there's a fun little fact for the show. <laughs> the more yeah. you know. All right. So <laughs> let's move on from there. Mauer, what's going on with Ravencroft? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so listen. S.H.I.E.L.D. is now going to be like... All the bad guys that ever screwed over Wolverine in the history of Wolverine. Um, you've got... Omega Red? No. Uh, the head of Hydra. So let me go through the list. Uh, it's going to be Janice. So Janice is poised to take over where S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> oh, left off. Oh, Janice. <laughs> Janice, Janice from accounting. <laughs> are going to be basically every dark version of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the Marvel Universe. So the X-S.H.I.E.L.D. Loose Cannon, George Washington Bridge, uh, the former AIM Supreme Leader, Monica Rapacini, uh, the Canadian Spymaster, James Hudson, Hydra's Queen, uh, Madam Viper, uh, and then the Countress and Wep- Weapon X Director, Malcolm Colkard. So, so real quick, people? Re- re- just to Madam make, Viper. 
just so everybody knows what we're where we're referring to, there's a mini series going on right now called Ravencroft, and that's like uh, that's Arkham essentially for Marvel. Yeah, that's it's an insane asylum. And since Secret Empire, there has been no Shield in Marvel. So if you're not a big Marvel reader, Shield's been gone for a little bit. So there's been a lot of things that have kind of cropped up, but nobody's kind of taken the place of Shield yet. So this yeah, no Janus sword, no anything is. Well, Janus is an acronym, and I'm not yes. sure what it's an acronym for yet, but it's an acronym. Whatever the hell this thing is, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put money that this isn't gonna last very long. Well, the council's what uh, created Weapon X. So the Janus Council is basically, um, you know, where we get Wolverine from. It's all the bad people that ever did that. And the head of it is the Weapon X director, Malcolm Colkard. And he looks like he's going to be the leader of the new group. Um, he's responsible for Wolverine's origin story. And uh, he was there when Logan first went berserk. And he mauled uh, Malcolm. So this is not going to be good if these guys are in charge of Ravencroft. If they're he stepping wasn't, in- by the way, in he wasn't the reason you got Wolverine. He was just a security guard. <laughs> like he was just <laughs> at the wrong place at the wrong time and then became the head of Weapon X. Like he was like, this is like this is like a 10 year long con for him. He's like, I'm gonna get him back. Oh, don't you don't you worry. <laughs> don't you worry. I'm gonna get him back. I'm gonna rename myself Janice and I'm gonna take him down. <laughs> really quick, is it Janice or is it Janus? Either or. I don't really Janice is funnier, so we're going with Janice. Okay. At least it's not Karen. <laughs> so, I don't no, that's understand. New, that's the new sword. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what's going on in Marvel. <laughs> Gotta speak to the manager of space, please. <laughs> How is Marvel letting all these villains step up and control this? Like, I want to read this just to be who was like, hey, you know what? All those evil people, yeah, they can be in charge. Well, like, if if it's the if it's the new head of Weapon X, he's got money and funding, so and he's just creating another thing that's gonna take over for Shield because remember Shield itself isn't all but so connected to everything. It's like its own governing force. So this is just something that's taking place in the vacuum of where Shield would be. Yeah, we saw how this happened in Dark Reign. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's very so, true. So, uh, Hammer. Thanks, Marvel, for giving us the same shit again. <laughs> Except for Janice from accounting. All right, let's move into uh, let's move into some TV news. It's really quick stuff. Uh, but first, as as you heard in uh, all of our little, uh, having a moment of silence. <laughs> all right, go ahead. It's a moment of silence. DC Star Girl will not be returning for a season two on the DC universe. Dude, the DC universe is not doing well. It's, it's, it's losing everything. It still has Titans because nobody wants it. <laughs> it's, that's the only reason. Oh, wait. The only reason is that Titans is on that, that's still on that, uh, that streaming service is that every other streaming service went, nah. Breaking news. Stargirl picked up for season two by CW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. Why wouldn't it be? Uh, good show. It fits well with the CW universe. It's done well. It's f- fun to watch. It's and it features home world. And I think it's going to allow Flash to be a little darker. Like if I you feel like like 
the DC Universe streaming app just gets bullied by everybody. It's like it's like it's like guys, guys, guys! I got all these cool shows, and they're like, "Oh, that's cool. That's mine now." T- t- you know, do something about it. Listen, <laughs> I called this like. six months ago. This was called on this show six months ago. That the second the HBO's thing went live, they were going to be like, "Yo, give me your lunch money." <laughs> yeah, right. But it's not even HBO. Like CW is right behind it. Like, yeah, give me some too. <laughs> well, HBO's like. I need some money from this guy over here. Give him this. And he's giving me his lunch money now. He got your you got jacket. Swamp things. That guy gets your Jordans. I'm getting all the money though. <laughs> that guy's getting your Jordans. <laughs> all right. Bauer, what's happening with Lucifer? Uh, so DB Woodside, the guy that plays Lucifer's brother on the show is returning for season six in a different role. That role will be a director for one episode on top of his normal acting duties. So for the sixth and final season, he's going to make his directorial debut on Lucifer and everybody seems excited for it. Um, It looks like every announcement for Lucifer has been made. There's going to be certain characters that we're not going to find out about because it could ruin this upcoming season five. So I don't think we're going to get everybody, whether or not they're saying they're coming back or not for the season six. But all of the main characters that you can't have Lucifer without are coming back. And there's rumors that Tom Ellis might direct the series finale. That'd be cool. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. All right. So there are two franchises that exist that any time that they're mentioned, the first face that pops into my head is Baby Huey. One of them is Power Rangers. The other one is Transformers. So with Netflix having this new Transformers um, uh, TV show, I think, maybe movie? I don't know what it is. But whatever. Baby Huey, what's happening with Transformers and Netflix right now? So it's a six-issue show. Um, Six episodes. Four episodes. (laughs) Six-episode show. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's debuting July 30th on Netflix. And this is kind of... Kind of like reverse, you, you know. They usually make the the, the uh, show to sell the toys. The toys for this came out last year, and now the show is being made. So it's kind of a, a reverse of how the how it's normally done. So uh, th- the animation year, looks great. Oh yeah, the, the CG on this looks really good. Uh, this year, uh, season one is going to be called War for Cybertron Siege, and uh, the second. Uh, part of it for season two will be uh, Earthrise. Did they already have a siege? Or is that the toys? That's the toys. So this is based on those toys that came out forever Correct. ago? So this is a complete reversal from what's going on. Alright. So, you, know, you normally make the show and then do the, do the toys and have the show sell the toys. Toys came out first and now the show. So Alright. The show looks great. I can't wait for it to come out. So for movies, I want to do I want to talk about two stories first that we know have some legitimacy behind them. And then I want to just throw a bunch of rumors together because I don't know how to take a lot of this stuff. So first thing I want to talk about Dumb. is Yelena, the new Black Widow. Dumb. So I, I'm okay with it. She means so Yelena turned stupid. into Black Widow in the comics. It makes perfect sense for the MCU, I know, especially but with Black Widow being dead. It makes perfect sense. It just it just seems stupid that they finally give Black Widow a movie when they did. Like them dragging their heels ruined the opportunity for us to get something not in the past and have her kind of stand out on her own. Now we get her movie basically being her handing off the baton. Wow. Well, you know I, I feel I'm like that's just agree with Mauer. I feel like that's just going to be at the end of it though. And apparently that wasn't the original plan 
the original plan was just to end the Black Widow saga, but the the girl who plays her, Florence, uh, this is going to be our new Gail, Gail Gatt, uh, Florence Pio, 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 Pio. It's Pew. 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 Anyway, Pew, 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 she, was in, Pew, she was in Midsummer, Pew, Pew, but Pew, apparently Pew, she did Pew, such Pew, a great Pew, job Pew, that they're like, all right, let's keep this going. Um, so yeah, even Scarlett, even Scarlett Johansson was like, oh, I'm going to pass the torch. So even Scarlett Johansson is like, is, is in on this. So and it, it makes I, sense, but you have to admit that you got to feel a little, a little uh, stolen from about this. Cause yeah. You, you, we were we we definitely ex- expected a Black Widow movie long before now, and then like again, like Mauer said, you wait until you kill the character off to give us something way back in the past. So now, one of the things that people love to do, which was put these movies in a timeline, now you're kind of like throwing things to the wind. I agree. She did. She does. She deserved a movie way before this. It's good that she's getting a movie. She's not getting the Hawkeye treatment. You know what I mean? So, so she's getting a movie. Um, but you're right. She did deserve a movie way before this. And, it, and, and she deserved a movie before Guardians of the Galaxy deserved a movie. Uh, that is a fact. That is a fact. That's a fact. Jack. That is a fact. Don't don't deny. Uh, it. Don't take your current love for them. Over the fact well, that she earned well, that spot. Let's, let's remember I was reading before that, but let's also, when you look at it as a business, and you're a business guy, Mauer, when you're thinking of it as a business and you've got Black Widow and then you've got Rocket and Groot, who's more marketable to a broad, broader range of people? Scarlett Who can you Johansson's make plush toys more marketable. out of? I, I completely, I agree and disagree with you completely. <laughs> she was a fan favorite that everybody at that point was saying, give her a movie. After sure, I agree. Too. That movie would have done gangbusters. You still could have released the goddamn. You also have to keep in mind that remember Perlmutter was still there, and and Perlmutter also remember Perlmutter was in charge of toys, which is in charge of a big portion of why they make the decisions they do. And he still was under the belief that female action figures don't sell, and they don't. They don't. He's right. (laughs) So, well, if that's the case, then you can see why they made the decisions that they do. So it's, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a good decision. I'm not saying it's the right decision. I'm just saying that when you're thinking of it as a business and you're thinking about their, their goal is to sell costumes and I didn't and say what was the better figures. decision. I said she deserved it more. So what would you do? Head of, head of Disney, it's your choice to make. What would you do? I'm making both of them, but I'm still giving her a movie back then. <laughs> you can only make I, one. They, they, they only no, made one. Which the, one are you going to go with? You could have still made both of them. She deserved a movie before they killed her. They knew they were killing her. I agree. Because it did, when they, announced, when they announced her movie, it felt like an afterthought. Yes. So they owed it to her. I hope she's getting paid bank on the back end of this movie. And this other girl's going to be great, and I'll be a fan of hers after this movie. But right now, I'm still salty. Let's move on to Zatanna. <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, Joss Whedon and Ray Fisher for a little bit, because that's the only other thing no. that we know is, is cemented other than uh, Henry Cavill. Um, All right. So- All right. So Ray came out recently whiny. and said that he forcefully was retracting his love for Joss Whedon's version of uh, well, Joss Whedon in general and Joss Whedon's love for um, or just his version of Justice League, uh, which then became a, a tirade of he was horrible on set. He was unprofessional. He was mean to the staff. 
Um, uh, and there was a lot of support and a lot of people. There's also people from like Firefly and stuff going, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen Joss in that light. I have never seen this before. Um, and then you recently just had Kevin Smith come out going, all right, I don't know any of this is true, but I know like the editing staff and stuff, they're saying that he was disrespectful to the, the, their work while on set, which could piss people off. So I, Ray Fisher seems to be extra mad, so I'd like to know a little bit more about why he's going so far on the other side. Because it doesn't seem like Ray Fisher's mad to a point of he was unprofessional. He it's he seems like he was personally hurt by Joss. He was in upset. Some which way. He was upset because the Ray Fisher storyline got nixed by Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon and the higher ups made him say booyah, and that upset well, no, him. The only yeah. thing we know about is booyah. You're assuming the other part. So until somebody, until either Joss Whedon comes out or he comes out and says definitively that's it, you're assuming. I believe we have, go back to the issues when we talked about Joss Whedon, he said adding Cyborg storyline into it was too convoluted and it wouldn't have made sense. The movie would have had to have been four hours. He was one of yeah, the but- people that nixed that. But he didn't say, but the, he, he didn't come, come out and complaining like, well, they cut my part down. He came out but, and said that he was disrespectful and mean. That's what he came out and saying. And then he also said that he, he also agreed with uh, Joss Whedon's ex-wife and one, uh, one of the actresses that both had sexist claims against him. So he's going like further beyond anybody else right now to, to where I feel like there's a little bit more bad blood than he was unprofessional. Because everything you're hearing right now from anybody outside of Ray Fisher is just unprofessionalism, right? He was just rude and he was mean on set to the project that everyone was working on where yeah, Ray everybody was upset way that further. he that he was saying the movie they made was trash <laughs> i mean that's the the special effects guy that kevin smith was talking about and even kevin smith was like i've never heard things bad about him this might not be true it does line up with what ray was saying i've it's still a secondhand story but i can see people getting butt hurt if a new director came on and was like your movie's trash i'm here to fix it yeah, but I, mean, I could see he, people being annoyed by that. But that's but what the higher-ups told him seems, to do. I get that. Well, they didn't tell him to come on and, and crap on everybody's work. <laughs> they told him but to I fix the But I have a feeling they were crapping on the work, too, because even they said, we never saw you, anything unprofessional about him on set. Well, that's, uh, that, I mean, some, the, there are people who would disagree with that, like, according, like the editors. But the point is, is that this is, a lot of them really like um, Zack Snyder. A lot of them like personally really like Zack Snyder, who the only reason he didn't finish the movie was because of that tragic event in his family. So now you got a, another guy coming in who's now crapping on all over this their friend's work, essentially. So I could see, what, what I don't understand is, is Ray Fisher. I don't understand how far he's taking this. I really think there's more to this story, at least between the two of them, that we're not getting yet. Because if it was that bad, you don't think that one of the other cast members especially Ezra, who has a shitty relationship with them already, would be like, yeah, that guy sucks. That's what I mean. Nobody's spoken up. Like, none of them. None of them. It's it re- like, I, I do feel like he also felt this way when he was at Comic-Con and he said he really appreciated Joss Whedon's work. And he, uh, you remember, he, he went on a whole thing about how great Joss Whedon was. And then he was like, I forcefully right. retract this. So he was Listen, uh, essentially forced to say that. At least he thinks he was. Until so, we have concrete evidence... And not hearsay. Mm-hmm. I'm not believing a word that this guy says. Well, it's hard to. I mean, it's hard to believe a lot of things going on right now. It's it's this whole story. I feel like we need to hear. We need to either hear from Joss or we need to hear an actual story from Ray Fisher opposed to just allegations. Like I need to hear more than he was just unprofessional and mean. You know this what I mean? Whole, like, I, I can I make allegations. 
in the entertainment industry and have it instantly be taken as fact is getting annoying. Like it's happening all the time in these movies. This person did this. I don't need fact for it. And then everybody, you know, oh, it must have happened. Let's. Well, no, I I think Joss Whedon's got more support than Ray Fisher does. Joss Whedon's got a really loyal fan base, really loyal. That so is true. I, I I think it's 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 more it's more lean towards Joss Whedon than it is Ray Fisher. I'm just so it's I'm just so baffled by this whole thing that I really want to know more from one or the other. But let's go on to what's going on with Henry Cavill because we're running low All on right. time here. What's what's up with Henry Cavill? So Henry Cavill basically has said he's willing to come back. And uh, he would absolutely love to play the character again. Um, the he reason why he uh, likes the rumors and all is the amount of speculation, the stuff I read on the inter- internet. It's extraordinary and sometimes frustrating. Uh, but the important thing is, is people are excited about it, and I think it's important to be excited about a character like Superman. Superman is a fantastic character. If people are chatting about it, even if they're making stuff up, it's okay. Now he also goes down. And he says, I'm not going to lie, I've been very tempted, and he's talking about commenting on the rumors, but there's something about that that feels deeply immoral. When it's about Superman, and if I'm representing Superman, it feels like it's the wrong thing to do. I'm just going to let it all play out. Me saying something isn't going to make a difference. What does it really matter? One day people will know the truth, and if they don't know now, it's okay. That sounds like a Superman response. I'm getting more respect from after seeing him in Justice League. The Joss Whedon cut, because we know it wouldn't have been that way in the Zack Snyder cut. The Joss Whedon Superman feels like Superman, and I have a lot more respect for Henry now. So I would love to see what happens after the Snyder cut comes out, and all of this settles what they do with Superman and what Henry has to say. Because if the Snyder cut does really well and they want to go back to that vision, I don't think Henry's going to want to do it. Well, with all of these other rumors that are coming about, I really hope that no matter what, Henry Cavill Superman survives. Because I, I just have an appreciation for somebody who, who truly admires the role and wanted to earn the role. You know what I mean? Like, he went above and beyond to make sure that he was Superman or seen as Superman. And I, I like, it's, he's like a Deadpool in my opinion. He's a Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. He's somebody who really, really wanted to, to be that role as best as he possibly could. So much so and he I refused f- to save his chest. That's how much. <laughs> and I feel like he actually took fan feedback and evolved his portrayal of Superman. Because the portrayal of Superman you get in his first appearance of Superman to his appearance in Justice League is completely different. Well, always remember that that actors can't, they can only but do but so much, right? So they get like, for example, prime example, uh, on uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine, when, when Ryan Reynolds said, you know, you're going to piss off a lot of Deadpool fans if you do this. And they said, well, we'll find somebody else. <laughs> so they, they have to do what the producer and the director tells them to. But what he did have control of, he made sure to respect as much as he possibly could so he would be Superman as much as he possibly could. So you're right. I, the Joss Whedon version, well, we'll see what the, the Zack Snyder one looks like. But the Joss Whedon, at least the end of it, felt very Superman. Um, yes. And he, he, to me, never got a fair shot as Superman. He, got, he, was, in a, he was in some so-so movies. He himself so, so. looks and feels the ro- feels the role. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate Man of Steel like everybody else did. Man of Steel's ending. A lot You're also desire, not a Superman. Fan. I didn't hate. I'll, yeah, and I like Superman. So, <laughs> so but anyway, let's talk about these rumors because this kind of ties into him. Uh, let's talk about this multiverse rumor, the DCU mythic uh, or mystic, 
and then Constantine, Zatanna, and Rebirth. Right. So rapid fire on the Constantine and Zatanna one first. Well, the, the, there's movies that are possibly in the works. Boom, done. <laughs> there's not much else to talk about because it's rumor. That's why I want to talk more about this the DCE the DCU Mystic guy. I don't like throwing people under the bus, but I'm getting kind of I nervous do. that this is like our new we got this covered. We really got this covered.com. <laughs> so because these are all rumored that when you actually go to the source, the source just says, I've heard, I'm already suspicious. Already suspicious. And he is yep. the source of, of, of a lot of these rumors. So And he's uh, getting Jim, even big names that are just copy of a copy going, well, we heard from this slightly more important source. But when you go to that source, it goes back to the same spot. Right. So comic book resources goes back to DCU mythic um, screen rant goes back to DCU mythic or mystic or whatever the hell his name is. My point is, is that <laughs> there I don't know what's behind it because it just says rumor has it according to and, and then you go to saying? his page and he's got no real sources besides he heard. So I, if that happens, cool. I would love a Zatanna movie I, and I would love a Constantine movie, especially with the J.J. Abrams Justice League Dark Show for HBO Max on the way. I think that would be a great way to pull everything together, even if they're separate. Because like the Keanu Reeves rumor of him coming back as Constantine, we're, that's what we're talking about right now. Keanu Reeves coming back as Constantine would be amazing, but that's the rumor that that's this, that this could all be fake. But that rumor, I believe, was shot down by James Gunn, the Constantine thing. What, the Keanu Reeves part or just yeah. Constantine in general? And I don't think Marvel is going to... They've said to uh, Keanu Reeves, you tell us what character you want, and it's yours. They're just waiting for him to have time and to find a character he wants. I'm sure if DC tries to get him, they will just say, here's a whole bunch of money to say no to them. Hmm. Like I, 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 don't, I don't think they have that kind of say. Because look at James Gunn. He's doing, he's doing Marvel and DC right now. Yeah, but they and can put Keanu, an actor under a holding... Bigger. They can put him under a holding contract. And he's still not bigger yet, which is so freaking weird. He's still not making bank on these roles. He's so big, and he has the ability to say no, and he's continually said no, as we know from Marvel, that I don't think they could put a hold on him. I don't think, if, they gave, if they gave him a contract saying, you can't do DC work, I think he'd say no. So they would probably just go, whatever you want, dude. <laughs> just, but they've already just said that in to the him. movie. So that's what I mean. So they're not going to put any kind of like no our hush money on him at all there because count it's can at this point that dude can do whatever he wants but the one bit of news that is the most exciting is the idea of this justice league rebirth by doing a brand new justice league movie centered around the concept of rebirth in the multiverse and then that would make a lot of sense when you think about the flash movie coming up with the michael keaton rumors that he's going to portray um the original tim burton batman so if that's true, and this brings in the concept of the multiverse, and they're tying everything together from uh, even all back to Crisis on Infinite Earths with the CW, there's a lot to be had here. Like, this is a really cool concept and a way to tie all this stuff together without, with, while still having the Elseworlds concept and everyone getting to do their own thing. Why a Zatanna movie that doesn't connect to the Justice League Dark show makes perfect sense, because you could have two Zatannas then. You can now have Batman in the CW. You, could have, you, can, like, you can now do all the things that we've been wanting to do forever, but because of character rights and who can do what, all gets thrown out the window if they make a cinematic multiverse for the DCU. We'll see it's what too happens. Cool. Too cool of an idea. And that means it's not going to happen. <laughs> That's oh, probably Debbie Downer. factual. <laughs> so just oh, to go Debbie through Downer. 
James Gunn has shot down the fact that they're going to announce Secret Movie 1 and Secret Movie 2. He shot down the rumor that there's a Zatanna movie in the works. He shot down the David Ayers cut of Suicide Squad. He shot down that there's going to be details of the Justice League Dark series. He shot down that there's going to be a cyborg project starring Ray Fisher. He shot down the Ben Affleck con- uh, contract. He shot down the trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League showing off at fandom. Um, he shut down the casting announcement for the Flash movie. I mean, he's going through and basically saying everything. The only thing he's not touching on is that rebirth thing. But who knows? He could also be pulling a Stephen Amell. That's another thing. I mean, with with he could be trying very hard to to make keep the excitement going because if these leaks are real and also and that was the things that they were going to talk about they they just lost a lot of thunder yep so it's a po- that's a possibility as well i don't see james gunn doing that but who knows um and, now, and real last this is not something we need to actually spend any time on but audible is doing a version of sandman that i cannot wait for that first trailer dropped i'll put it in the show post listen to it it's going to be an exclusive to audible they did lock and key something amazing the idea with the lock and key one is that you read the comic while listening to the audiobook and right. they, they matched up really well the way they pulled it It was so cool so the the um sandman one just seems like it's going to be a shoe like a hit it just seems perfect um, i did so want to like, touch on the batfleck rumor too what's up so there's rumors of Batflick signing a contract where he has complete creative control. Um, nobody outside force has anything to say. It's his script, his pace, his timeline and all that. I haven't seen a viable source that has an actual source. There Didn't was you say James Gunn shut that down. He James Gunn shut that down, but the rumor is going around from another place as well. I saw last week, and I don't know if this is what triggered it. People were sharing the rumor from 2017 about Batfleck signing the contract for three movies. So I don't know if in this whole rumor verse, a story of a story is why we're seeing some of these weird rumors recently. I mean, that would make sense. But on that note, it's been freaking a 50 minute show and I'm tired of talking to you. Do that thing. Wow. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. I'm Huey. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Go to WelcomeFireside.com. Deuces. What? Uh, yeah. And uh, Saturday, 500th issue. Or Friday. 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 Well, maybe Friday Saturday. Friday. Really depends. Really depends on how well we do here. Yeah. Mostly Friday, possibly Saturday. Point of the part C. What's up? (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Calvo.